Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll cover a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association that claims the share of mortgage loans and forbearance has fallen for the fourth consecutive week. Data from Redfin that indicates more than half of home authors were in a bidding war in June, and an announcement from Apple that it will spend $400 million this year to support affordable housing in California. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Alex Roja that covers the Mortgage Bankers Association's forbearance and call volume survey. According to Roja, the NBA indicates the share of mortgage loans and forbearance fell for the fourth week in a row to 8.18%. As of now, the NBA approximates 4.2 million homeowners are now in forbearance. Roja says when broken down by investor type, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac loans fell for the fifth week in a row to 6.07%. Jenny Mae mortgages, which are primarily backed by the Federal Housing and administration and the Veterans Administration fell to 10.56%. Furthermore, as loans were brought out of Jenny Mae pools and into bank portfolios, the share of portfolio loans in private label securities and forbearance increased to 10.93%. In reference to the report, Mike Fratton Tony, MBA's Senior Vice President and Chief Economist, said these buyouts enable servicers to stop advancing principal and interest payments and to work with borrowers in the hope that they can begin paying again before they are resecuritized in Jenny Mae pools. That being said, the MBA indicates the percentage of loans and forbearance for depository servicers and for independent mortgage bank servicers also both fell to 8.80% and 8.10%. And although more than 10% of borrowers entered a deferral plan to exit forbearance, it was down from 16% the week prior. According to Fratantoni, 43% of loans and forbearance are now in an extension following their initial forbearance term. And for those exiting forbearance over the next several months, MBA expects to see many borrowers with GSC loans to utilize the deferral option. Our next article was written by Julia Falcon and covers a report from Redfin that claims over half of home authors were in a bidding war in June. According to Falcon, more than half of Redfin authors were part of a bidding war for the second month in a row in June. Falcon says the report indicates that more home buyers are entering the market while mortgage rates continue to hit record lows, and as a result, 53.7% of Redfin authors faced competition last month. This is up from a revised rate of 51.8% in May and 44.4% in April. Notably, Redfin noted that more than half of all offers face bidding wars in 12 of the 24 metros included in its analysis. In a statement, Redfin economist Taylor Marr said bidding wars continue to be fueled by historically low mortgage rates and fewer homes up for sale than almost any time in the last two decades. Marr said renters and move-up buyers alike are competing for the small number of single-family homes on the market as they realize they need more space for their families. Falcon says the most competitive markets were Boston, San Diego, and 
Salt Lake City. According to her, Boston had the highest bidding war rate in June of 72.4%, staying on top after 67.2% of offers had a bidding war in May. San Diego and Salt Lake City closely followed at 65.7% and 63.8%. On the least competitive end of the list, Falcons' Miami had the lowest bidding war rate of 32.4%, closely topped by Chicago's rate of 37.8%, and Las Vegas at 39.2%. In June, the number of homes overall for sale in the U.S. was down 21.3% year-over-year, while the number of new listings was down 12%, leaving inventory at its lowest level since at least 2012. According to Redfin's data, single-family homes were most likely to be in a bidding war in June, with 56.2% of buyers facing competition. That being said, supply in the segment is still down 25% year-over-year. All right, our last story comes from Julia Falcon and covers an announcement from Apple. According to Falcon, the tech giant Apple announced on Monday that it is allocating more than $400 million toward affordable housing projects and homeowner assistance programs in California this year. Falcon says this is a part of the company's $2.5 billion commitment to combating the housing crisis in the Golden State in a series of initiatives over the next several years. The commitment includes $1 billion in an affordable housing investment fund, $1 billion to a first-time home buyer mortgage assistance fund, $300 million in an Apple-owned and available land for affordable housing fund, and $150 million for a Bay Area housing fund, and $50 million to support vulnerable populations. In reference to the announcement, Christina Rasp, Apple's vice president for global real estate and facilities, said in a statement, at a time when so many members of the community are facing unprecedented challenges, Apple believes it's critical to make sure that their hopes for the future are supported through tangible programs and results. Rapp says, as cities and states have been forced to pause many of their long-term affordable housing investments amidst the current public health crisis, Apple is proud to continue moving forward with its comprehensive plans to combat the housing crisis in California. In fact, Falcon says Apple and housing trust Silicon Valley will soon be creating a 250-unit project as part of its first four projects funded through their public-private partnership. And Apple also said it has plans to launch an affordable housing investment support program that will increase the availability of funding and help build new, very low to moderate income housing at a lower cost. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Daily Download. We're excited to share that The Daily Download is now available on Apple Podcasts, so be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss the latest coverage of what's happening in the housing industry. We're also available on Spotify and Google Podcasts, so you can catch us wherever you want to listen. And now, since you're subscribed, we'll catch you again here tomorrow. 